Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Keezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Messerink in Schenectady, New York, where the Union College Dutchman got on track uh, after losing two straight to UConn. The Dutchman pulled out a 5-1 victory over Bentley at Messerink on this Thursday evening. And the big story of this game, the Dutchman's power play showed up for the first time. Five uh, f- Game five of the season, they scored three goals after not getting one in their first 13 opportunities in the four games they played prior to this one. Uh, and it really wasn't for a lack of uh, effort, on the la- especially the last two games. Uh, I know in the first two games against RIT and Army, they had issues getting set up. They were losing faceoffs right after the power play started. Uh, but against UConn, that wasn't really the case. They were doing much better, getting opportunities, just not burying the puck in the back of the net. Well, uh, Thursday night against Bentley, uh, the Dutchman got through three times, and uh, that was a key factor in uh, their victory over the Falcons. Union was 3-for-7 on the power play with 10 shots on goal. Union scored on three of their first four attempts, and the first two attempts were scored by Tyler Watkins. He got goals at 4.55 and 9.21, and the other goal uh, by Chad Smedrud out of the power play goal that came midway through the second period. We'll have some of those calls in just a moment. Another big factor in this game for the Dutchman is their penalty kill continues to be outstanding. They killed off four Falcons power plays. Union now 15 for 16. That's 93.8% on the penalty kill. That is excellent. And you got to give uh, assistant coach Lenny Childs a lot of credit for that. And you'll hear it from uh, uh, Coach Josh Halge after the game uh, uh, with his postgame comments. And, of course, he cra- uh, praised uh, assistant coach John Ronan for getting the power play on track in this one. So uh, a great uh, non-conference win for the Dutchman. They go to 2-2-1 two, two, and one on the season. And for the most part, in the five games, they've been competitive. And, uh, you, I, and I think there's uh, some of these young players like John Prokol, who had three assists, a freshman defenseman. I think he, he's got some, uh, got some talent there. And uh, Nate Hanley's been, been playing well. He had a goal and assist in this game. And uh, so the Dutchman is so promising this Dutchman. Of course, you know, they have two games next week at UMass. Of course, they have a game Saturday. They'll go to uh, Rochester to face RIT at Blue Cross Arena in uh, the Tigers' annual homecoming game there. Uh, Blue Cross Arena seats over 12,000. That is the home of the American Hockey League's Rochester Americans. Uh, so it was a, the Dutchman played well in this game, really didn't let up. Uh, the only downside, uh, Connor Murphy lost a chance at a shutout with 115 left in the game. And uh, Connor Murphy played well, did not seem at all affected by the cramping that uh, forced him out of last Friday's game against UConn and uh, caused him to uh, miss last Saturday's start against UConn, which snapped a 61-game consecutive starting streak for the Hudson Falls native. So let's go over the uh, goals in this one before we get to um, the post-game comments. Uh, Tyler Walk, as I said, scored 455 into the first period. Uh, he came down the right wing and you know, right toward the top of the circle, fired a wrist shot past goaltender Nicholas Grab- Grabko. Uh, that made it one nothing. And then Watkins got a second goal, second goal at uh, 9:21 of the first period. Center of the blue line, back to the right side. Here's Watkins picking up the loose puck, driving in, shot save, rebound, loose in front. Watkins scores. Second power 
Of course, that's a call of Matt Dupree along with Brian Unger on ESPN+. Plus. Appreciate them uh, having the sound for me uh, post-game here. Uh, the Union took a 2-0 lead into the second period when at 2-0-3, Caden Villegas made it 3-0. To the half wall, left side. Handley cuts at the half wall, drives towards the net. Handley, shot, score! Union got its fourth power play at 10:29 of the uh, second period when Josh Lada went off for high sticking, and at 11:04, uh, John uh, Carpe uh, won a faceoff in the Brentley right circle. He sent the puck back to John Prokop, and Prokop sent a puck to the net, and Chaz Smedrud was in front. Union took a 4 nothing lead into the third period, and Nate Hanley made it 5 nothing thanks to a gift from Bentley. Union going to make a line change here after that icing. Bentley will start things up. There's a giveaway. Hanley right in front. Shot scores! Hanley off the turnover. Buries it. Union 5 nothing. You'll have to take a look at the replay. I didn't see exactly who that was on Bentley, but that's a ill-advised... Kind of blind pass through the middle of the ice. And Hanley just says, thank you very much. I'll take that. Cooper Connell ruined the uh, efforts of a shutout for Connor Murphy with 1.15 to go. But uh, all in all, a great effort by the Dutchman. Union outshot Bentley 35-23 in the game. Uh, I think the only negative aspect of this game is uh, the faceoffs were... Uh, Bentley won the faceoffs, 35 to 28. Uh, Harrison Scott for the Falcons was 17 and four. Uh, Union's Carter Kopke or Korpke, I'm sorry, I keep pronouncing mispronouncing his name. Carter Korpke was uh, six of eight uh, for the Dutchman, and Nate Hanley was six of 12 for Union. Well, let's get the post-game reaction from the Dutchman. Let's begin with the head coach, Josh Halji. Well, the power play uh, showed up tonight, John. Three goals. Uh, you know, Tyler Watkins with two of them in the first two attempts. I mean, how pleased are you to see that finally uh, the power play get off the schneid? I, I felt that we were moving the puck better, and it was just a matter of time. And it's one of those things that it, power plays can be so streaky. Once you get one, everybody just got the weight off their shoulders. They were able to move the puck a little bit more free. And, um, yeah, excited for those guys. I thought the special teams were the difference tonight. What was the bench like when you got that first one from Tyler? It was a big relief. I mean, and Coach Ronan does just an unbelievable job with the power play, so um, give him all the credit. He had a great game plan tonight, and, and the players executed well. I know it's just four games into the season, but was there any panic or concern that you weren't scoring goals? I mean, I think I said before uh, the other day that you know, you're getting chances, but there just doesn't seem to be uh, you know, getting those breaks. I felt the first weekend that was on me. I didn't give the guys enough time. Uh, the second the second weekend, I thought we were moving the puck better. It just didn't fall for us. So glad they got rewarded for it. And it's one of those things that hopefully now that, that we got that offer, offer back, we can keep rolling with it. And a penalty kill once again, uh, 0 for 4. Uh, I mean, you credit Lenny a, a number of times about this. What, why is this power? Why is this penalty kill been so good? He he does a great job teaching habits and details, and he's. He's a student of the game. He's always learning. He's he's a a great coach, and the guys just they they bought into his structure and system. So he 
he's a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm really lucky with the two assistants yeah. I have. I mean, this kind of game, you know, Bentley's coming in two weeks off, and you, know, you, you guys come off the weekend. You, you, you tried to control from the get-go. You, you really didn't allow up until maybe the last couple minutes of the game. So, I mean, how good was this uh, effort uh, you know, consistently from the puck, drop of the puck to the end? I, I was very pleased with our effort tonight. I thought we set the pace early. Um, it was a goal for us to, to control the first five minutes of the game, and I thought we did that. We carried it through. Um, would have liked to see us finish that last minute and a half off, but overall a lot of positives. What about Tyler Watts? As I mentioned, two goals and assist uh, tonight. Uh, he probably could have had a third one if he took that shot and that two-on-one in the second period. But uh, good for him to get get going here. Yeah, he's a selfless selfless player. So like there, he I wish he would have shot that one. But um, you know, he he does a, a lot of little things for us. So glad for him to get rewarded uh, uh, offensively. But he's so valuable all over the ice. You, you go. Coming into the third period up four nothing. What is your goal in that third period? Obviously, you want to protect the lead, but you don't want to sit back. Yeah, we we wanted to win or tie for the last four or five minute segments. So we won the first, we tied the second and third, and we lost the fourth one. So a little disappointed that we didn't, like I said, finish it out at least with a tie there in the in the fourth five minute segment. But overall, um, we didn't give them give them a whole lot, and uh, we kept them to the outside. Connor Murphy back in the net tonight. Uh, you know, a minute fifteen away from the shutout. He didn't seem to have any ill effects of that cramp. No, he, he looked great tonight he was he was sharp and um he was seeing the puck well it, it's nice when he's he's in the net and seeing it well now you got a day off to get ready to go to uh, rochester to face rit again you talked about how the atmosphere in the opening night was great there were 2400 fans you're going to a blue cross arena which seats over 12,000. Uh, i talked with uh rit this afternoon they were close to, it's close to a sellout there what is the mindset going into that game, playing in an atmosphere like that? I mean, a lot of these guys probably have never played uh, in a, an atmosphere like that. Yeah, I think it'll be a challenge for us all. Um, you know, when you go on the road, you don't want to give them any sparks. They'll, they'll be loud from the beginning, so it'll be our job to try to, you know, quiet them and, and then not give them much. We don't want to, you know, be in a racehorse hockey game. We want it to be a grinded out, slow, methodical game where we possess the puck, and that'll be the key for us. I mean, you just played them two weeks ago here, and you didn't get off with a great start, but you ended up with a great finish. I mean, how important is it out there on the road in front of that crowd to, uh, it's, it's their homecoming game that they play there every year, so I mean, how important is it to, you know, get a jump on them and maybe silence the crowd? It'll be really important. Again, like the first five minutes will be key for us. We gotta, we gotta, you know, set our pace and, and try to, you know, get off to that good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, what do you think it's going to be like playing in that kind of atmosphere? I'm really excited for it. I haven't even had an opportunity to play in front of 12,000 before, so I, I hope it's sold out. I hope they're yelling at us. I hope they're all wearing orange, and um, we'll band together, and, and I think we'll grow from it. Now let's hear from forward Tyler Watkins, defenseman John Prokop, and goaltender Connor Murphy. Well, Tyler, let's begin with you. It's fifth game of the season. The power play finally gets breaks through. How important was that? I think it was a exceptionally important we kind of touched on before the game uh winning the special teams battle was going to be crucial and so finally getting the power play clicking was uh a good start for us was there any sense of you know concern me i know it's only five games in and it's, it wasn't like you weren't getting chances uh you were getting just weren't going in for you yeah i mean wasn't a huge concern we knew we'd break through eventually and kind of stressed this week about just doing the little things as many shots as possible and uh, retrievals off those shots. So we knew it would come and just happy it came tonight. John, what about your thoughts about the power play finally getting through? I thought it was nice. We started shooting pucks, and I think that was kind of the key to the success. 
uh, building off the first four games of Thada, we started shooting, and everything just kind of worked its way. So, I'll ask you the same question. Was there any panic? I mean, in the first four games, I know it's still young, early in the season, but you don't want to you know, keep having, having uh, games without power play goals. I don't think there's any concern either. I mean, if you're going 0 for 4 and 4 or 0 for 4 in the games, then you're due for 1. And then obviously, pop 3 to 9, that was huge. 5 and 5 play because the momentum carried over. So, Tyler, when you scored that goal, what was the, was there a sense of relief that you finally guys got one? I don't really think it crossed my mind. I think it just uh, felt nice that we started and started generating chances right away. And I think early in the game that really helped us that kind of helped us take control of the first period there so that was our biggest concern is right when we got the power play is even if we don't get a goal here to kind of keep the momentum in our favor yeah I think the, you, yeah, you scored two but you also assisted on the other one which uh, was a face off win uh, you sent the puck back to John and uh, the shot was tipped in uh, yeah, talk about that play yeah I think that's just kind of the importance of the start of the power play is winning the face offs and Corpy did a great job tying up the guy's stick, and we were able to get it back to Johnny, and uh, he just sent the puck through, and Chaz got a good stick on it. Now, the penalty kill has been you know, pretty excellent this year so far, Connor. Uh, how important has that been to you know, have that going at great guns? Yeah, I mean, I can't say enough, things, or enough great things about them. Uh, they're helping me out, making my life a lot easier. And uh, like Wadi said with the power play, it's really generating a lot of, uh, a lot of momentum in our favor, so it's good to see. For you, how did it feel to be back in the net after uh, you know sitting and watching last Saturday? Yeah, it was good. I was uh, I felt good today. I mean, obviously, I was a bit questionable last Saturday, so uh, it was good to get back, and I felt good going in. So, how concerned were you? I, mean, I guess it just turned out to be a cramp. But were you worried about was was, was something more serious? Um, I mean, originally I knew it was just cramping, but the next day on Saturday, my legs were pretty sore. But I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be really anything anything too serious I was more so just worried about how I would control it in the future and like for this weekend and, and moving forward just kind of what I could do to, to try to prevent them so that was my main concern how disappointing were you that you've been, you know, the shutout was lost with a minute 15 left no I mean it's it's not a big deal um, I'm just happy we got the win you know I mean our whole team played really well in front of me and it like I said before it made my life a lot easier so um, really can't be too upset about it John, you guys are up four nothing and really in control. What's the mindset going into the third period? You know, you want to protect the lead, but you don't want to, you know, take your foot off the uh, the, the gas. I think the mindset anytime going into the third, it's zero zero hockey game. You're still trying to apply the gas the whole time. You don't let off till 60 minutes is over, and you're winning up on the scoreboard. So, Do you feel bad that Connor didn't get the shutout? Yeah, he deserved every part of it. So, hey, you guys have a <laughs> you guys have a game Saturday at RIT. And it's going to be at the Rochester, uh, the Blue Cross Arena, home of the Rochester Americans. It's going to be maybe possibly 12,000 fans there for that game. I don't think I don't know how many. You could maybe Murph, you've you know, freshman year at the Beanpot, maybe at at, the, at uh, TD Garden. But what's it going to be like? You think playing in front of that many people? I think it'll be really cool. Anytime there's a a good atmosphere, a large crowd, it just makes it even easier to play. So I'm looking forward to it. John. I think it'll be a nice look and warm-ups, and then once uh, the game starts, it's all on the ice sheet. So. How about you, Connor? Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to bring a lot of energy. Hopefully we can translate that into energy on our side. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, you guys just played them two weeks ago here, the uh, comeback victory. I mean, how important will it be? 
to get out to a good start up there, you know, try to silence the crowd? I think it's always important to kind of focus on the first five minutes of the game and kind of take momentum into our favor. And obviously when we played them, it was both of our first games. So I think they've grown as a team and we have as well. So uh, looking forward to a good game. My three stars of the game, my number three starter is Carter Korpke with a, a pair of uh, assists in the, in the game. Number two star defenseman John Prokop who had three assists. And the number one star, Tyler Watkins with his two power play goals, including that game winner, the second one at 921 of the first period. Watkins was credited with an assist on the Smedrude goal, but after the game he said he did not touch the puck after Korpke uh, won the faceoff. So uh, the assist was given to Corpy. The secondary assist was given to Carter Corpy and, uh, instead of Tyler Watkins. So got to praise uh, Tyler for his honesty on that one. Uh, one other game uh, involving an ECAC hockey team tonight, Clarkson, which uh, lost its uh, first two games of the season last week at Cheel Arena to uh, Mer- New Hampshire at Merrimack, played another Hockey East team in Providence down at uh, Schneider Arena in Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, Providence came away with a 5-2 victory over Clarkson, Josh Halgie's uh, former team, of course. Uh, so a uh, uh, tough way for the Golden Knights to start. Uh, Clarkson got goals from Tommy Pan, uh, Pan- Panison- Passanen, I'm sorry about that, and uh, Anthony uh, Callen uh, with an extra attack goal that t- pulled uh, Clarkson within 4-2 with a minute 26 remaining, but it was a bit, little bit too little, too late for Clarkson. Union will be back in action Saturday night. They head back out on the road to Rochester. We'll take on RIT in the, the Tigers' annual uh, homecoming game at Blue Cross Arena in uh, Rochester. As I said earlier, that's the home of the Rochester Americans of the American Hockey League. And a cr- a uh, crowd of about 12,000, which could be sold out. Um, I spoke, spoke with uh, the RIT uh, Sports Information Department earlier Thursday, and they said they were pretty close to uh, being a sellout, and, and that, that's going to be an interesting uh, venue for the Dutchman to go to. And none of, I don't think many of these uh, Dutchmen ever have ever played in front of um, a, a crowd like that. And so you heard Josh Howsey say he's looking forward to uh, playing uh, up there on Saturday night. So, uh, you know, we'll see how the Dutchmen do up there. Of course, the Dutchmen then head back on the road next weekend for two games at UMass before they start ECAC hockey play the final Friday in October when they travel over to RPI. Well, that'll wrap things up here from Messer Inc., and I appreciate you following me on Twitter at Slapshots. And if you have any questions uh, about the podcast, questions about union hockey, college hockey in general, you can email, email me at shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at DailyGazette.com. And don't forget, got that ECAC Hockey Face-Off selection. If you want to play, uh, you can send your picks to me after I post up my picks uh, on the website at DailyGazette.com. You can email to me at shot at DailyGazette.com if you'd like to participate. The views expressed in the Party Shot podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette company. The Party Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From Messer Rink in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.